Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey guys, on today's show, we have master Vedic astrologer Sanjeev Verma, who is incredible, and I've worked with him and have learned so much about how the planets influence our lives. Uh, Sanjeev, tell us what else we're going to learn about today. Well, today we are going to learn about our connection with the universe, how planets, they uh, work with us, how their energies are imbibed in us at the time of birth and how it influences our whole life, uh, whole journey. Uh, Also, we are going to talk about what's karma, where it lives, how it comes to fruition, uh, what karma is not and how you can clear it, how you can edit or change your karma. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> so. Let's edit some karma. All right, guys. If you want to hear more, just make sure you subscribe. I'm like, okay, a lot of shitty things have happened these last five years. A lot of great things too, but a lot of really challenging things have presented themselves. And I'm like, they have to be coming for a reason. They're coming for us to shift, to just find a new path that we weren't going to find. We would have just stayed stuck in that kind of, you know place because we weren't being challenged to go forward. And so if you can keep realigning to the notion that it's happening for you, not to you, even the bad, bad stuff, um, it's pushing you to do the things that you might kind of secretly know you're supposed to do inside, but we're too scared. And then just God throws these bricks down. But anyway, what I didn't incorporate into this, and I guess I did, but not thoughtfully, is he was saying in my career, I have to be a guide, a mentor, a speaker. Um, My house of expression, it says vocal expression is ruled by Mars. People will take me as a director. Um, Let's see. Use the energy of Jupiter. I can do very well with career foundation, but need to build a house. All resources need to be in place. I need to start to build. Oh shit. So he told me this months ago. That's kind of what I'm starting to do now. This is so funny. Um, Max potential guru, counselor, coach, speaker. And so I think that there are some adjustments into what I was planning on doing that now I'm re-reminded to take into account. So everything happens for a reason. And that's why Sanjeev is supposed to be on the show today. So we might as well get to it. Uh, Sanjeev Verma has helped countless people around the world take control of their lives and turn their dreams into reality. He's a yoga meditation master, life coach, spiritual master, and Vedic astrologer. And um, he uses his skills in astrology and meditation as part of his mentoring and transformation plan. So Heal Squad, let's welcome to the show Sanjeev Verma. Uh, was hey, I making, yeah. were you hearing everything I said? Did I, did I make sense of what I said? Yes, it did make sense. And, uh, yeah, your rising, rising sign as per Vedic astrology is Pisces. And so you were talking about that Pisces sign is ruled by planet Jupiter. 
and Jupiter is predominantly very strong in your chart. So that's where the whole guruhood or the teachings or the mentorship and the seeking and uh, getting into the divine knowledge aspect uh, is all part of uh, the word guru actually is also uh, coming from planet Jupiter or uh, the, the word guru is related with the planet Jupiter. Uh, guru, which really means is uh, GU means uh, darkness and RU means light. So going from darkness to light yeah. and anybody who can do that, even uh, in, a, in a school teaching or in a home environment or with friends or anybody who can show the light is uh, truly a Jupiter based person. Um, so anybody who does counseling and who does uh, mentoring, guiding, consulting, helping people out or showing them the light in some sense, whether it's a material light, whether it's a spiritual light, whichever way. So uh, that, that it didn't take me much to figure that out that you, can be that light. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I'd love to know a little bit about how you got into all of this, the Vedic astrology, the meditation and the yoga. Yeah, I would say to how it can help people. Yes, absolutely. So essentially was born in India, right in the middle of all of this thing. Uh, Anytime uh, any issues were there, Nobody would go to the counselors or psychiatrist or the psychologist. They would just go to uh, an astrologer and they would get their answers from there. They'll get the guidance from there. They will get their counseling from there. They'll get their hope from there. So going there and uh, checking it out was a routine thing you know and everybody would have their horoscopes made and and i think major population of india has uh, that thing is still going on you know the same uh, kind of uh, approach towards uh, astrology so uh, being born under that environment it was kind of my curiosity that how does it work what is the mystery and where it is hidden how the connection is, you know, it always fascinated me when somebody would really predict something in a very close range. And then the question would come that, do I have a free will or not? Am I totally guided by the planets? My life has been controlled. And when I'm going through a painful journey, that means, do they have something against me? (laughs) They are punishing me. What's going on? Answer everything you just asked. I need to know the answers to all of it. (laughs) So it's just like, uh, so that I got really curious about it. And then I started to uh, study it a little bit. And uh, it just so happened. I mean, I was uh, showing my chart to somebody and that person said, you are an astrologer. I said, no, I'm not. I just don't know even the A of astrology. And he couldn't believe it. And he said, "Uh, your chart shows you are an astrologer. And I said, well, if it's in my chart, why don't you teach me? (laughs) So he said, well, I can guide you some somewhat. And he kind of gave me the basics and gave me a couple of books to read. And I just came back home that day. I still vividly remember. And uh, I started reading the book. And I finished one book in one night, another book in another night. And then third day, I went to him and I said, I'm ready. And he said, no way, forget it. I've been studying this for the last six years, you know. And honestly, I think it was somewhere deep down inside me. Maybe it was in my being or uh, my maybe previous life studies or something that I just went through the books and I felt that I just know it. I just know it. And third day, I started to make some predictions. And uh, then my friend said, you're ready. (laughs) You can make the predictions. Were you making predictions based on astrology charts? Yeah. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, dot com promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom of the baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery, (laughs) you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show, or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after uh, three days, I just started to play around with this more in the predictive part. And then uh, it got more and more deeper into it. And then what I found out is that the basis of the subject is uh, karma. And uh, karma, when it comes to fruition and in this lifetime, you assume a body, you are living, you are that accumulated karma through your destiny. And at the same time, you are putting in some new karmic seeds in this far farm of your energetic field, which lives in your uh, chakras and your subconscious mind, and uh, which is going to come to fruition sometime in future, maybe in this life, maybe next life or following, depends. So for soul, it is uh, not defined by lives. Soul is a continuous journey. Body is something which defines your life. And body is literally the the last layer of, so say you are a soul. And from soul's energy is consciousness, which is expanding from the soul. And this consciousness, when 
starts to assume things through our five senses, it turns into mind. And mind's expression or manifestation is our body. So body is the compulsion of the mind and mind is the energy of the consciousness which expresses itself in many different ways, whether it's a physical form or it is a mental form and uh, also in emotions. So uh, everything is intertwined. It's, it's just like a matrix uh, and this matrix of karma in which one component is Astrology, astrology really means is that when I'm looking at a chart, I'm looking at your accumulated karma. And then at the same time, I'm looking at your unconscious mind where it actually has come to fruition and has formed your destiny. So I'm reading your destiny at the same time. So it is everything is so together that it... Um, it cannot be separated. So to know one, you need to know the other. And to need to know the other, you need to know the third one. So it's just uh, literally that way. And then 97% um, of uh, mass of human body is made up of uh, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, and sulfur. And these six most uh, common elements of life on Earth they are actually elements of elements made in the stars in due course of time. So as somebody said that we are made up of stardust, so they are not wrong, you know? So there's a huge connection. So we are literally the energetic fields of the energy of these planets into us, and their consciousness is expressing itself through our physical body. So, like I said, your Jupiter is strong. What it really means is that your Jupiter is the element of Jupiter. Whenever it is going to be more stronger in the time and space, you will act with the energy of Jupiter as its characteristics. So when I said you can be a mentor, you can be a guide, you can be a speaker, you can uh, put this energy out, it is no fluke because it is somehow in there. So when you were reading out my introduction there and you're saying the oneness of the universe, this is the oneness of the universe, that you cannot be separate. So it is just like you have a little cut on your finger the whole body, every single aspect of your body, whole mechanism, your mind, body, uh, chemicals in your body, everything rushes towards it to protect it and heal it right there and then. The problem with us is we have separated ourselves from the universal body and we believe that I exist as individual, as me, but the moment we get a little cut, the whole universe rushes towards us to protect us, to heal us, and be with us. So as I was saying that I was used to wonder, is there something out there to punish us? Is God wants to punish me? <laughs> or we are not so important for those. We are tiny little things. There's no personal animity. There's nobody is hurting us. Who's hurting us is our selves we ourselves we are either our best friends or worst enemies and we operate through mind and if mind is on our positive side then it's best friend on the negative side is the worst enemy so everything is literally is in its whole oneness nothing is separate and when you connect with other elements around you i mean you are having the best time of your life, you know? So, so how does it work when, when, you know, the spiritual gurus will say the universe wants to give you what you want. That mm -hmm. makes it seem like the universe is our friend. So then with polarity, wouldn't there be a foe as well? So isn't there no. <laughs> like, yeah. you're saying there's no, no bad guys, but I think that sometimes 
whatever the bad guys were perceiving, I was even saying today, they're there to push you towards where you're supposed to be or you're supposed to go. That's how I interpret it. Um, So can you explain that? Sure. So everything is in the poles of opposites. As per our mind, we see things in duality. So we see black and white, right and long, light and darkness, you know. So when, whenever there is light, the significance of light is only when there is darkness. If there's no darkness, there's no significance of light. There's no pain, there is no happiness. So anything positive has to exist, then the opposite also has to exist. And without the opposite, it won't happen. So if there is goodness in the universe, then there is negative aspects also are therein. But depends on where you are vibrating. And wherever you are vibrating, that's the experience you are going to have with the universe. Nothing is really against you. It is the same energy which you are going to either navigate in the direction of so-called, I would say, negativity. Maybe, for example, somebody who is very caught into crime or is a criminal or likes to hurt or is a bit of a saddest person, the energy of that person and mine is no different. Mine has been guided into doing something good for the same on the opposite side. But both exist and they will continue to exist. There is, there is no way it can be taken away. But the thing is, if you are in a dark room, you cannot throw the darkness out of the room. You can try your whole best and you you just cannot. But it's a very simple remedy to it that you just switch on the light and darkness is gone. Because darkness has the nature to merge into light. It just gets absorbed and merged into it and loses its identity. And darkness always wants to lose its identity. So there is always a good in every single human being. And the bad side really wants to merge into it and give up on it. Because the basic human nature is more light. Because whoever has experienced soul, they have seen soul as a tiny little spark of light, maybe size of sesame seed. Small little thing. And that's the light. But ego is the shadow effect of the light. Right? Opposite. Earth never would never have night if the shadow of the earth itself is not on the other side of the sun. Mm. You know? So, but it is always day in a way. So we kind of need each other. We, yes. So, so when you're saying that, how you can uh, really, if you are vibrating in the right direction of things and your vibrations are really high on it, you will connect with the same frequency in the universe. Universe, Universal mind is, is, is a vibrational field. It has frequencies, billions of frequencies. Whatever you can ever imagine or have a thought of, it is already there. So if you have that high level of elevated thought, along with higher vibration, a force behind it is going to connect exactly with the same. Light and sound, they both connect with the same frequency. So you're going to connect all your thoughts with the same frequency which is out there. So literally you're living in a cosmic mind. And in this cosmic mind, you have small little mind of yours. So it's just like a tower, a wireless tower. And you are like a small little cell phone, which connects with that. And depends on if you are on 2.5 megahertz of uh, frequency or you are on 3.4 gigahertz or depends what. I don't know much about that, but electronically, but wherever you are, that's where you are going to connect with. So So, when you feel like your life is a roller coaster, which I do sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, yes, on Friday, my life's amazing. By Sunday, it's shit. Yeah. What happens? And why is it because we have polarity within our own lives? So again, like without the light, you can't 
you can't have darkness without the light. So you wouldn't even know that that was amazing if you didn't have the shit day on Sunday. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. See, another thing is that what your mind is exposed to. So if you look at today's media or today's exposure, even to little children, they are exposed to all sorts of things. You'll be surprised that the most enlightened people not like Buddha or, or Jesus or Krishna, but those who are really up there, they have time to time worst possible thoughts passing through their minds. The only thing is they don't pay attention to it. They just laugh at it and let it go. Wow. That's yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you just cannot escape it. There's no way you can escape it because you have been exposed to it. Once you are exposed, it goes into your memory or subliminal memory. It's going to stay there. And time to time, it's going to come forward as it's in there. Yeah. But you're going to just ignore it, go past it to continue your journey in the direction you're going. You know. So Explain how knowing your Vedic astrology chart is different than any other one, because I was sent to you because I was told Vedic astrology is the most accurate. Well, uh, there are a few factors involved. Okay. Mm -hmm. It can be very accurate. It cannot be both. And any, any astrology could be, you know, yeah. Vedic has a little bit more edge because it's based on, transits of moon moon transits every two and a quarter day uh about 30 degrees uh in the sky so it has more zeroed in time and it can be more accurate that way a moon also represents our mind the energy of the mind so it is is based on that so it's very very important and it can be more accurate that in that sense but Really, uh, your chart is a map. A reader is a map reader. How experienced this map reader is, is going to depend on that, first of all. Secondly, intuition is very, very important. There are so many aspects of one planet, and there are so many combinations. You have to intuitively pick something out of it. And then you have to nail it down as a prediction. So you need to have your own intuitive aspect very strong. Also, you need to have your own meditations going on, your own purity going on, your own, uh, the kind of food you eat. So you have to go through your own discipline to do justice to that. So as you, the astrologer, you're saying. As, yeah. Yeah, you have because to be in the right space to be able to channel everything. Exactly. And also depends, like, when you are doing a chart, what kind of state of mind you are. If you have a bad headache and you're looking at a chart, I mean, it's, it's not the time to do it. No. So you have to be in your own alignment to look at that map, and then you are predicting. And trust me on this, <laughs> my experience of years and years and years and years of that, I have seen people, those who have done PhD in astrology, and when it comes down to predictive aspect, they would fail. Many of those, I'm not saying everyone, but I've seen people, those who have hardly studied it, and their predictions are damn accurate, and I call it downloading. So if you are in that space where you have the downloading of information, then you are really, really going to be a good astrologer and predict very well. Subject has no shortcoming of its own. The shortcoming is in the reader. No? So one of the things I always, if a friend asks me who's practicing and say how I can really narrow down onto my uh, predictions, I always tell them, meditate on the chart. Chart is going to tell you what to tell them 
And as you really connect with the chart, it tells you. It just tells you what's the story here. But also you take questions. So I know that sometimes you'll say, tell me what you're wondering about. And then you'll look through the chart and be able to interpret quickly an answer, right? Yeah, exactly. That's needed because there is is so many aspects of it. You really need to know which aspect you really need to meditate on or go deeper into Mm -hmm. and unfold that aspect. Otherwise, to read a chart, the whole chart and whole, you know, your destiny, whole life, it can take days or maybe months. You know, So within half an hour, an hour, you have to justify some specific aspects of life. So you really need to be very focused on that. Yeah. How do you, I never heard you say destiny necessarily. Like even when we were doing the chart, it's like, this is what you would do really well with. When does destiny come into the picture? Well, actually, that's your destiny. I'm opening up every single second. So another way I can explain this is that what I'm reading is is a pre-recorded DVD of your life. So you put the DVD in a DVD player, digital reader reads over it, unfolds the story on the screen of the TV. This world is a DVD player. You are a pre-recorded DVD. You enter into it. Time is the digital reader, which reads over your story, unfolds it every single second on the screen of this universe. And in this DVD, there are many other characters. And this world is a huge, big DVD player in which there are billions of DVDs playing together. and There are some characters in yours and you are in someone else's. And there are some intertwined DVDs playing together, maybe in a sphere. And then they connect in time and space as at at a given point where you are having the experience of other persons. So like we are having this experience right now. So you were part of my destiny and you I was probably was part of your destiny somewhere somehow we are in each other's dvds mm-hmm. just playing the character right now interesting huh. so if we look at the idea that this chart is kind of our map right mm-hmm. so it's like predetermined kind of dvd for your life I want to go back to your original question of, do we have free will? Yeah. So the choices we make are the free will. It's a, it's a very deep thing. I can go very deep on one side and I can explain you it in a very simple way. So simpler side, as you had mentioned, try to be simple, Sanjeev. Yeah, <laughs> so for the first session. <laughs> so I'm trying to be as simple as possible. I hope I'm not going overboard. But No, it's great. Okay, so uh, free will. Okay, so our free will is like this. You have to play a role. Now, in your role, in that character, how good a role you are going to play, how the best you are going to play. If you are a mother, how good of a mother you will be. If you are a soldier, how good of a soldier you are going to be. If you are a teacher, how good of a teacher you are going to be. You can enhance anything in your life which you want to, good or bad. You can enhance your whole power in whatever aspect of your life you are struggling in. You can really enhance the positive side of that. And positive, you can really enhance to more positive. So that's the freedom we have. That's where our free will is, really. But there are certain things which cannot be changed. Your parents cannot be changed. The place of birth cannot be changed. You. As a person, whoever your basic nature is, you're born with it. As a female, cannot be changed. It will remain. So 
there are certain things which cannot be changed. Some can be tweaked for better or worse. So if you're going through a difficult phase in your life and you want to stay above it, then you have to vibrate on a higher frequency level. So this is here at a low frequency experience of sadness for some reason or a painful journey you're going through. Somebody died, for example, and you are raising your vibrations here, keeping it here. This whole event is going to come touch you and go, but it's not going to damage you. So that's where our whole spiritual aspect of life comes in. What spirituality is really the science of spirit. And there are tools. There are tools like mantras, meditation, or chanting, or hymens, or reading uh, spiritual books, or positive books, uh, maybe whatever religion you believe in. So connecting with that aspect, because it instantly raises your vibrational field, and you can stay afloat. Think life is going to throw things at you. There's nobody who is not going to have that. Everybody is going to have it. But how prepared you are for that is part of your free will. You know, like in 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 a chart, I can never tell who's going to be really a billionaire or the richest person of the world. Nobody can say that. But somehow they're that aspect. And they're that vibration field. They have raised it either by knowingly or unknowingly, whichever way, by luck or whatever you can call it, to that level that they are billionaires or they are in that space, you know, the best athletes. Anybody who's really best to the best and beyond the normal, they have raised it somehow. They could be born with it and yet can have a lower experience. So if I look at a chart, yeah, you will. You are going to have a, a, a good, rich life. Yet you could live very mediocre life because you are not enhancing it. You have to give energy. It's like if you have all really great ingredients for something, but you just don't cook it at the right temperature. Exactly. Very true. Yeah. And so and it's have, so we have free will. So we come in with this chart. And yeah. then our choices throughout dictate where we're going to go. And so by getting your astrology chart um, read, you can kind of see, like for me, I like I said earlier, I really was able to understand myself better um, and get validation for a lot of things because, you know, I know I'm very fair and very justice oriented and all of these things. But yeah. then when I hear you say, that that's what my chart says. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yes, I'm right. There's almost like a, a thing where we have to, someone has to tell us that we're right about ourselves sometimes. Yes, there's, there's no fluke in life. That's uh, what I truly feel. Wherever your deepest desire is, that's where the things are happening. So we are all born with one higher will, which is the highest purpose of a human birth and everything supports in that and it's evolution of your soul so you are evolving as a soul more so than as a human being human being is is a limitation so from being a soul being we have become a human being so we are evolving back into that soul being and that's the purpose of human life, that you evolve back to that source or back to that power. So when you're doing anything which is lower or you're trying to go further down from a human body to a lower uh, body through your actions, then you're missing on, the, on this life's opportunity to evolve and live your higher purpose as a soul. But you are caught into the human aspect or the body aspect of this mechanism and you are literally wasting your life, whether you have made billions or whether you have done remarkably very well in your life. But that is the highest. And whenever you're trying to do that, everything comes in your support. 
So all planets, everything is trying to teach you lessons through which you evolve to that level. So how so do you how do you help people live to their highest purpose? Because that's one of the things I meditate on every day. I'll say, you know, God, please help me to live up to my highest potential. Yeah. So it's simple in one, one sense it's very simple, but when it comes to doing it, then it becomes um, a whole different thing. So I say there are, first thing is that go inward. Outward is the journey of mind. Your eyes are open. You can go far, 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 far away from you and keep receiving information. You can keep receiving information through your five senses. All your senses are below your eyebrows. Sense of hearing, sense of taste, smell, eyes, everything is below here. So that's why they say meditate on your third eye. Go in right oh, here. I didn't know that. So you go beyond senses. Into the higher brain. Yeah. You have to go beyond senses, essentially. The moment you close all your senses down, now you look inside, there is a bone here. There is a skull here. But you look, you are seeing a space. Where is that space? Where it is? You can see really millions of square kilometers inside you. What is that space is really, you know? So when you are going to go inward, reverse, it is not the evolution of mind. It is the dissolution of mind. It is the dissolution of senses. It is going totally backwards. Whatever we have learned has to be unlearned. So there are different stages of it. So I say there are seekers, those who are uh, curious. They just want to touch and see a little bit. Hey, okay, what's it? Okay, Sanjeev is talking about karma less here and, you know, that's fine. But go about their thing. Then somebody would be like, I want to know. So they are seekers. So these seekers, then they are true seekers and they are just seekers. True seekers will do something about it. They are going to take one further step, maybe read a book, maybe read Bible, maybe read something else. They will read something or they will attend something. In today's time, it is seminars and other things. And there are gurus and there are ashrams and you can, you know, so they will start doing things. Then they will get to know. If you continue to seek knowledge, there will be a point you will get to know. And you would be like, okay, I know. I know what God is, what's life, what's this or what's that. But this knowledge remains at the level of mind, remains at the level of ego. It's just like you have not experienced something and yet you are claiming that I know it. So say you are a doctor, of you have done doctorate on uh, honey. You know everything about honey. It's chemical composition, it's compounding, it's taste. You don't know the taste, but you know everything else, the color, the whole thing, bumblebee and hives and how you know it's been collected and everything, processing everything. But you have never put it on your tongue. You have not experienced honey, really. It is all knowledge. You, you can write volumes about it. But that one second experience of putting it on your tongue is greater than all those books you have read or written. Because it's a direct experience of honey in your consciousness. It's between you and the honey. You become one with it at that moment. So the experience is the key that once you start to experience your consciousness and your soul, which we call maybe divine bliss, uh, something beyond our logic or definition, then we kind of know, okay, I'm experiencing it. So say Krishna said something or Buddha said something or Jesus said something or some other uh, master said something, those who are enlightened. They said something based on their experience. It was their experience though, but it was their experience, not mine. 
I can validate their experience only if it's mine. Up until then, it is just something I'm trusting and learning and try to have that profound experience. But till then, it is short of everything else. So I truly say whether you know you don't know doesn't matter. You really need to go inward, meditate, take that journey without that nothing is happening. I love it. It will never happen. It is all going to be talk, nothing else. I think that's really helpful. Um, I want to, because we're already running out of time, I want to get into karma. So tell us what karma is and what it isn't. Okay, that's great. So karma is, uh, first of all, I feel karma is a reaction. First, it is a reaction, then it turns into action, and then there is a chain of action and reaction. So something rises in the nature, and when that happens, you react to it. So just for example, you get hungry, what you're going to do? You're going to take an action. You're going to react to hunger, and you're going to take an action, and your action is going to be you want to put food or something in your mouth. That's your action. In that action, there are many other actions. Those actions are, you're going to source the food. How you're going to source is another action. What kind of job or work you are going to do and how you are going to earn. Are you going to bag a steel, borrow, or earn that? How you're going to do it? What kind of food? Are you going to eat vegetables? You're going to eat meat you are going to eat, what what you are going to eat is another aspect of it. Then it is going to depend on your nature. If you are of a purer nature, you will source that food in a purer chain or sequence of actions and then have it. If you are impurer, you may just steal it. You know, so that's your nature. Your, your, your nature is going to define it. So you are walking on the road. There is somebody walking in front of you, drops his wallet. What would be your first reaction? You will just, sir, you dropped your wallet. Here it is. And then I give it to him. You give it to him and he takes it, puts this in the pocket and he doesn't say a word. What you're going to say. He doesn't say a word. He just puts it in the pocket. Not a word. I'd be horrified he didn't say thank you. (laughs) Thank you. This is where you just created karma. Because it was happening in the scheme of the universe. There's no fluke. He was walking in front of you. You were behind. He dropped his wallet. You picked it up. Based on your nature, you gave it back to him. If there was somebody else and his nature was, you could have pocketed it. Now, this guy didn't say thanks because... That was his nature. And you expected a thanks. And you were like ridiculous. You know, this guy didn't even say a thanks. And that very moment, you created your ego and your karma around it. And it was though a good action, but its karmic output was negative because of what you just expected. Wow. Yeah. So that's karma. So karma is, a, in, in other words, when you have an intention, you put that intention in motion through an action, very targeted towards a goal, and give your energy to it. It is a complete inevitable karma and is going to have its consequences, result, coming back, Everything is going to happen in that. So that would be absolutely complete karma. Now, there are three layers of karma. One is accumulated layer, which has come to fruition, which has formed your destiny. You can't do much about it. But then there is another accumulated karma, which has not come to destiny point. It is still in the field. You can do something about it. And then there is forward or current karma, whatever you're doing in now, 
you can do it consciously because that's going to become your future karma or forward paying as we say you know it's going to become that so it's a cycle and in this cycle the biggest culprit is one thing and if you can eliminate that aspect then there is no karma done despite doing the karma and that is that i am the doer i am doing it if you are doing it then you own it if you own it you are going to face the consequences of it good and bad both because you are the field of karma so what we are doing right now if i say is are we doing it or is it happening you will probably say we are doing it right but in this doing there is a lot of happening also going on because it depends on five factors so your intention your mind my mind time space space means place and cosmic mind they all came together for this to happen otherwise it wouldn't have happened so it is a happening in which we are taking the credit because of intention and we can take a little bit of credit that's fine and that's where the thing of uh, feeling of gratitude comes in place that was allowed that all other four factors also came together to do it in this given moment you know so this is where the whole uh, karmic thing goes and karma lives in your subconscious mind and in your chakra energy depends on the nature of the karma then subconscious mind has a vibrational field in which it does not live as good and bad right and wrong but it lives as it is as been recorded by say a video camera so it lives in there so it doesn't know the difference so the vibration of that determines your experience because it's going to connect with the same energy or vibration or the frequency in the subconscious mind of the universe and then it happens in our life as it is then we blame why god is punishing me why the planets are punishing me <laughs> why because you had put it in the first place in that field and it's coming out now So, so do we all have periods where we pay our karmic debts because I was saying earlier how you told me I'm I'm in that period where I'm paying karmic debts and now I know yeah. where I've accumulated them from it's expectation and ego. Yes, and uh, there are other factors also but see the thing is uh, karmic debt is something okay you have lived something with somebody. So just to give you an example say in your previous life you had a very bad relationship with your husband and your everything you wanted to do he was the biggest problem he would he didn't let you do that and you inside you you kept on on imbibing this suppose if i was not married my life would have been so great and beautiful and different i made a major mistake by getting married marriage is the worst thing possible on this planet okay that's your learning so this learning is in your subconscious now you're born in the next life and now you're not getting married and your conscious mind is saying marriage is important your parents are saying hey you should get married society is saying you should get married you want to get married because this life's conditionings are different than what you had learned now there's a conflict between your learning and your conscious living here in this life who's going to win you know so that unless that learning has been turned around your experience in this lifetime is not going to change but that's so hard how do you know what your past life was you just don't know but based on your learning you can know okay there is a learning because of this i'm having this experience of not getting married in this lifetime you're born with the right to love and be loved but you have blocked it yourself when that is the biggest question when we don't know so even if we don't know when and we recognize this 
that I am responsible for this, not the whole universe and everybody else or my bad parenting or dysfunctional family. Nobody else is responsible. I am responsible. But I want to change this to have this experience of my, this life's learning, and I really want to have it, then your inner shift starts to come. Then how do you do that? So then you access your subconscious mind consciously. You access your chakra energies wherever it is stuck. And that's where all the work on, the, the work I was doing with you is miracle of karma clearing. Essentially, and the, sound, and the sound vibrations and the sound vibrations. So when we are born, we are born with uh, when when universe imprint on, on us. The moment we come out, whole universe imprints on us. So there is all lights, all sounds, all the universal energies. Even people standing next to you are all getting in you. Everything is getting in, in uh, imbibed in you. If the light is on, fan is running. The fountain is running or nurses are talking or whatever. It's all getting into you. This is the first time your senses are receiving information in full swing. And it's going to go and imprint on you. Boom. Now there are 108 sound vibrations in our zone. They get imbibed also in us. And there are, my discovery is that we get affected the most by six to 10 sound frequencies. And I call it as your own sound signature you're born with. And they influence different aspects of your life. So the vibrational field of an experience, so say your love life, the experience of that and its vibrational field is ruled by one sound. So if you know that sound, you identify that sound, and you work with that sound, raise your that vibration is going to create that harmony or that alignment or that manifestation of that aspect of your life. So as I said, you know, we have the, the, the power to really raise or reduce something. Through our negativity, we reduce something. Through our positivity, we raise something. So when we raise it, and raise enough in this lifetime through good energy, that experience is bound to happen. It's the law of nature then. I really liked our sound vibration work. And I think that it was cool because basically he'll have you say some sounds and then you connect with one or the other, and then you have to do it twice a day for 20 minutes a day. And I saw such a difference. And I know that you just built an app that can help people find theirs. So I'd love for you to share that really quick before we wrap. Yeah, so the app is uh, A-N-A-N-T, like Tom, A dot app, Ananta dot app, A-N-A-N-T-A dot app. Ananta means limitless. <laughs> it's, it's on both stores, Google and uh, iStore. It's there. Both the, Apple, the Apple store? Apple store. Yeah. Got it. We'll put a link to it in and the description of this episode, Pooja. You'll make sure obviously. Um, so basically it's self self figure outable. You can go in and find your vibration and do the work yeah, to help exactly. raise your vibration so that you can access the things that you want. I think that's so cool. Yeah. But you have to do it for a longer period of time. It's not, you do it today and then next four days, you don't do anything. You have to yeah. continuously do it for a longer period of time. Yeah. Well, Sanjeev, I thank you. There's so much in that episode that I think is going to help people. And it's so fascinating to learn about that. Yeah. We'll have to do Thanks some more because I have 20,000 other questions I didn't get to. Um, <laughs> yes. But if you want to know more about Sanjeev or if you want to work with him, you can. You can just go to SanjeevSV.com. We'll also put that in the description for you. And like you said, the app is Ananta on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Uh, Sanjeev, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on your show. It is a real pleasure. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. 
Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends, and if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you, and Finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heal squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.